Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. It's one of those things that, you know, it's sort of like the Super Bowl. You know so many people are watching that don't know your market, don't know your teams, don't know your stadium. And we look so good. Raleigh pulled it off and didn't just pull it off, really shined. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. What a badass cool city we live in. We knew that, but now the world knows it. We did it. As we record this stadium series, week is ending, coming to a close with this state and wake game. And what a raging success the week has been. With me today to recap Raleigh's biggest hosted event in its history is Raleigh Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Melissa Housem. Melissa, we've seen this through from pregame, literally to post. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, this one is for the ages. 100% respect was put on Raleigh. And I mean, you couldn't have written it better, although we did write plenty about it. Um, it's kind of like an outdoor wedding week is what I was thinking this week. (laughs) (laughs) You have so much that has to fall perfectly in place after so many great minds put a lot of work into something, um, including the weather. And everything went off without a hitch, mostly. And we'll get into that. And everything came through, including Mother Nature, mostly. (laughs) Yeah. And if you read Raleigh Magazine or pick it up on a regular basis, you shouldn't, you already know I love and know how to go because I really believe that something like this, there's so many moving parts that you really want people to understand how it works. And so now we're doing the how it went. In this case, we pulled it off. No one was complaining. Everybody was looking out for each other. Everyone was thrilled and proud to be part of of Raleigh. Um, The Wolfpack, the Caniacs. I mean, it was just really a cool, incredible weekend. It really was. And and week, it's, you know, it yeah, was it's a week. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah, it's, it's still, still going. going. As we come off of this, as we're recording, Frozen Finley was last night. So it's still going, and we have the state weight game to go. But as you referenced, we love and know how to go, which mm-hmm. is where this started, and we have a previous podcast on that. But to, to highlight that was this pullout, which was the first thing that was published anywhere on the events that surrounding Stadium Series. And if you did or did not listen to our previous podcast, this started for us with like a, oh, there's probably a fan fest. And then, oh, wait, no, it's a weekend. Oh, wait, no, it's a week. So we got all the details, and we turned it into a tear-out, pull-out, digestible, downloadable, digital, every way you could want it. 
um, day by day, event by event, and it went viral. Oh, it did. And and part of that was what you just said. People had bought tickets to an event. They were excited. Some people became season ticket holders just to yeah. buy tickets to this event. But nothing was out there. No one knew anything except it was going to be at Carter Finley. And so when this issue dropped, good, bad, ugly, we kind of had all the details or at least as much as was available. We ruffled a few feathers along the way. Didn't mean to, didn't do it on purpose, but by sharing information that maybe they were going to release in a different way or a different time, and we didn't know that. But Well, yeah, everything given to us was on the record. Oh, absolutely. And, we didn't, and, yeah, and for sure. I think they didn't really anticipate the way people might react to certain they components. They didn't anticipate how many people read Raleigh Magazine. Well, maybe they didn't <laughs> anticipate that either. You're right. And it's funny because there were a couple of things that they told us, you know, I'm really not comfortable with you talking about, you know, the family skate yet, for example, because we don't have, that's not definite. Right. But then they they agreed to let us put it in print as long as we ostracized that it was a maybe. But the things that ended up really ruffling feathers were never things that were said, oh, yeah. we're not sure we want I you know. to print that. And so, um, you know, we're kind of burying the lead here, but I'll just go ahead. It's a $40 parking, parking uh, for the game day. Oh, yeah. And it went, it created this kerfuffle on Twitter. And well, <laughs> and if you're a season ticket holder and you have parking passes, you know, when you buy tickets, you buy passes. And so I'm sure it was the first nugget of what something was going to cost. I look at it and go, in the scheme of things, folks, after what we spent on a ticket, and which was well worth every penny, I'm telling you it was worth every penny I spent um, to go and loved it, but $40 to park. I was less than a football field away from Carter Finley in the parking lot. I had a perfect tailgating not, spot. You won't hear me complain. Right. Not to mention that, and this, I do want to tell this part because this is how media works and it comes full circle. And like, the well, you always say my favorite expression now, the right arm's not talking to the left. I don't think any arms were talking to anybody on this specific point. But we were told $40 to park, and this is for game days, NHL the game day was fully produced by NHL. All the other days of the, the week. tailgate. Right, the tailgate and the game itself. All the other, like the other fan fests and, and everything was, you know, the Hurricanes and the city and NC State, right? So Saturday is NHL. So we knew that. And so any information that we got from other entities we knew could stand to change, change, right? right. But the $40 was something that we got from the arena. We knew that was accurate. We put it out there. And then the question is, okay, so do you have to have a game ticket to park? The Fan Fest is free. Or actually, let's not call it the Fan Fest. It was a truly no. pregame. Truly pregame. Truly pregame was, was day free. Of. Day of. Lovely. The band was playing in the parking lot. There was all kinds of festivities. Um, you know, alumni, I think, was out there. I don't, I don't like, at least that was playing. Mm -hmm. So a lot going on. As exciting as a tailgate. And there's just nothing like a tailgate at Carter Finley yeah. anyway. No, you don't have to have a ticket. The week of Stadium Week, I get an outreach from NHL directly saying, we've seen your coverage, like, we want to add these details to the pregame. And one of the bullet points is, must have a game ticket to attend truly pregame. So, honestly, my first thought was, well, I'm fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> luckily. Right. Luckily. I was on that interview with She was with on you. the call with me. So. I'm pretty sure I helped write this. <laughs> honestly, I really did break a sweat. But then I thought about it, and this was the other thing where we made some decisions. And I had made decisions before I went to print that even though there was no waffling on the $40, again, this portion was produced by NHL. We didn't talk to them directly. Yeah, so yeah. we just never said, we said free, but we didn't say he needs a ticket or not. So Lucky us. Lucky us. We didn't say one way or the other. But did you need a ticket, Gina? <laughs> 
You didn't. <laughs> Shocker. I'm thought, not going to say that it's some entry point somewhere, but we all had tickets. We all went through security to get into the Truly Tailgate, but no one asked to see your ticket, which I think is fine. Okay. Who cares? Well, let's be honest, because I thought about this before, right before. Okay. As a lifetime rights holder for NC State, and as you, a, season, a Kane season, season ticket, ticket holder, holder between us, right? Right. Not to mention all the concerts. Can you imagine any event you've tailgated for, the number, the amount of foot traffic, the amount of people in vehicles? How on earth could they possibly have the manpower to check everybody out in those lots has a game ticket? And right. a tailgate well, is a tailgate. I, well, and like, I, don't, I don't think they ever meant the tailgate outside Carter-Fenley. They meant going oh. into the tailgate, you know, the east parking oh. lot around PNC. Oh. So, I mean, there were— Semantics. Semantics, my dear. So oh, there were people parked right across from us. Who had, let me tell you, she made my tailgate look hmm, less than. <laughs> she had brought a big fancy chair. I mean, a big armed chair out there. And I walked over and I said, hang on. <laughs> she was on a crutch, which oh. I didn't know. I walked well, over and I said, <laughs> seriously, you're making me look bad. And she goes, I've got a broken leg. I'm like, okay, I get it. They brought their solo stove out, which I was super envious of. Oh, because it, that idea. when the sun dropped, it was gorgeous. Sat- you couldn't have asked for a better game day on Saturday. Right. Weather, not a, not a cloud oh, in the sky. It yeah. was beautiful. And it was warm until the sun went down. And it got it, but it only it got like so 39. Cold. It was chilly. Well, it's that bone chilling where you're out there for hours oh, and yeah. hours and hours. And I've been there since two o'clock. Right. Was it I mean, it just goes on. My kids were like, Go, we're going tailgating at two o'clock for an eight o'clock game. And I said, Yeah, it's going to be great. And they're like, Uh huh. <laughs> they're like, what are we going to do? Have fun? For, they had a blast. They had a blast. You know, that's a long time if you're not partaking in adult well, beverages. Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah. But I guess. They had great time. They did the obstacle course at the Truly Tailgate. They did all kinds of stuff. So well, it was all fun. We got tons of photos, you know. Yeah. And, of course, leading up to game day, you know, we had the big city fan fest, <sighs> the Carolina Hurricanes fan fest produced by a lot of en- entities, including Shop Local Raleigh. Super um, big shout out to Jennifer Martin. I, I'm going to tell you, that woman is amazing and incredible. And I know there were a lot of other people involved, but you're talking about a woman who pulls off the Christmas parade. She pulls off Brugaloo, which was her originally her idea alone, which is now one of the top 10 festivals or amazing. day events yeah. in the country. And, you know, they had been predicting rain. And I, I went out. <laughs> you have to tell the part about Elizabeth Gardner. <laughs> oh, I will. But it was, I, I went. I was like, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm proud. I was out there. We walked it, had a great time, had a beer, got something to eat. It had stopped raining. And I was standing by the stage. I don't remember who was playing, but this great female band. And it was awesome. And I look over and Elizabeth Gardner from WREL. Um, morning meteorologist was standing there and I look back over the Capitol and it's black. The sky is black. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm parked on Morgan. Huh. Wonder how far that is. <laughs> and so I walked over and I said, we're going to get wet. And she goes, yes, it's moving fast, but it's, it's going to downpour, but it's moving fast. And I said, how long do I have before it gets here? And she goes, six minutes. <laughs> I said, are you serious? And I said, I got to get to Morgan Street. But I had a great time. Ferris wheel in the middle of the street was cool. Um, Hampton Roads Peanuts was out there. I mean, The Wolf was out there from NC State. I mean, Stormy was out there. And the line to touch the Stanley Cup, not to touch it, to have your photo taken with it. You couldn't touch it, 
was and three alumni. blocks long. Right. And oh, it, and the so alumni for autograph. There, and I think they were doing, um, I didn't personally see this, but weren't, weren't the ice pack out there doing street hockey? Yes. There okay. was street hockey, down, I think down Hargett Street. Yeah, that's the NC State hockey team. It so. was, you know, and I didn't stay because I was one of the lucky people that had hoodie tickets for that night. So I did make a dash and made it to my car before the bottom fell out. But if you look at the photos from later that night, Raleigh turned out. Oh, for sure. And did you see the fireworks over the Capitol? Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw the drone show. How about the drone? It was so cool. First it was time so in North cool. Carolina. Absolutely. I loved it. I mean, and honestly, for for Raleigh and, and the region to show out for this um, on a day that was chilly, mm-hmm. off and on rainy, and, you know, that dumping rain was also the very thing that they were afraid of happening on game day or really surrounding it. And the cool thing that happened was that after the dumping rain, the ice prevailed just fine, and they were able to go out and have their first practice on it and then do their mm-hmm. own family skate. And if you guys haven't seen any of that footage, um, a deep dive on Instagram's worth it. It's very endearing to see mm-hmm. some of those players, like, skate with their little kids. And I never think of them as parents. I mean, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of people, you don't think of that way. And so seeing these, like, tough, burly hockey players – suddenly pick up, like, a three-year-old skater, like, in their arms. It was like, oh, okay, all the feels. Um, So that was really cool. And um, obviously the concert was amazing. I think it's worth pointing out, we've said this before, but in case you didn't hear that episode, this week, the production of this week is insane. You can't just cherry-pick a concert because people are on tour. And they, they, they got Hootie to agree to come here when they're not on tour. They don't even tour together, really. He talked about that on stage. Oh, yeah. He said he did a shout-out to the city and to organizers, and he said, you know— we weren't planning, you know, we were going to Mexico for a couple mm-hmm. of shows, he goes, but other than that, we weren't planning to get together for this year. He goes, but who would have missed this weekend? Who yeah. would have not wanted to be a part of this? The crowd, it was it was really an interesting mix of crowd. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> not going to say how old I am, but <laughs> I, let's just say my college years coincided with their big years. And so that was a lot of that crowd. But then there was a lot of younger 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds in the crowd that were just having a blast. This is It's funny because we talked about this in the meeting this morning. 90s are back. They're very much on trend right now. And Hootie is a big part of that and Friends and all of that. And so I think there's a whole generation that's, you know, endeared to that. But, um, yeah, I think it's cool that they had that one reunion show planned for Mexico. And then they were able to come together for this. And it makes it really special. And— I mean, in the same way, which we'll get to it, you also can't cherry-pick a basketball game. So for State and UNC to play, you know, the day after. I mean, this whole production is just insane and really— Well, I'll tell you, I'm not— I'm not really a t-shirt wearer. I I like t-shirts. Not. I'm not a t-shirt wearer. <laughs> Which is for good whatever for me reason. because everything that comes in, she's yeah. like here. <laughs> but I will say I bought a hoodie t-shirt because <gasps> it did? was branded for Raleigh for the stadium series with the date on it. Sort of a piece of the history of what I our city was that. going through. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, everybody, you know, not obviously not everybody there was going to the game the next day, but a lot of people were. And yeah. a lot of people were super excited. Listen, I thought about you about that because, listen, y'all, Gina did every single component of this. <laughs> and so I'm like, she always teases me about how I'll pick something and go really hard. Like, I'm, and then I'm sleep the sprinter, right? And then Gina's like, this is a marathon, not a race. And so she, like, takes it easy and she gets to do more things than I do because I get burnt out. But um, I have to talk about the tailgate again a little bit more, oh, yeah. the Truly pregame. So, look, we're not going to Pollyanna this for the most part. Raleigh shined. I yes. mean, and and I don't think anybody would disagree with that. And I think that there's 
a moment worth recognizing. You know, we <laughs> we work in a job where we get to hear a lot of like griping we about get to hear this people city. Bitch. Yeah, I mean, and they troll us. In fact, we got trolled during the stadium <laughs> series. This is the best. We got trolled because somebody didn't like the national anthem, and apparently that was our fault. <laughs> I love it. I love that they think we're important enough to tell us. That the, but I love the national. I know. Oh my god! I thought so it was incredible. amazing. I thought the I, whole thing, the flyover. But I have very well produced. Um, and we're going to jump around, so we'll give you whiplash. But I'll, I'll tell you, Saturday morning, I was tailgating with four families, and so I went. I was at three different grocery stores, from Wegmans to Publix to Food Lion, actually four, Harris Teeter too. Wow! And. <laughs> I talked to the people at Wegmans who said that they had never had a bigger tailgate day of people picking up food. And they were so excited. They were staffed up. The same thing at Harris Teeter and Publix. But every every aisle I went down, people already had all their red on, you know, and they were yeah. buying, we were all buying all the same things. Um, I did hear that one grocery store in town ran out of Bud Light. Oh, wow. Funny. I guess so, that is really like the tailgate choice. It was, it, it was the— the That's beer your choice tailgate for this choice. It is my tailgate choice. Um, but right, so the the complaint that has lingered, um, and and really not watered down the week. I mean, it's really like mm. a sidebar. Like, oh, this was amazing, but traffic snarling before. I saw a reporter report, but I'm just like, I didn't call any names. That it was a rumor that the NHL asked police and Highway Patrol to help with traffic like that never actually happened and had that happened that would have solved the problem but if you like Gina know how to navigate the city like an insider you don't sit in traffic apparently well I I, <laughs> I I mean I do think like a lot of things you know if you live here and you've tailgated NC State or you've gone to PNC and tailgated you have a little more inside scoop on maybe how to navigate it than somebody who's leaving Winston-Salem or Charlotte and driving mm -hmm. in for sure or um, DC yeah <laughs> lucky me and I will give a shout out to uh, a lawyer friend of mine who called me and said are you leaving yet and I said I'm in the car and he goes okay so here's the deal Stay in this lane, and you'll blow by 300 cars. They're going to let you turn right, but you don't know it. And I was like, really? And he's like, trust me. Sure enough, it took me less than 30 minutes to <laughs> sail gonna, right through the parking lot. Um, you're going to get canceled. People are going to be mad at you. <laughs> hey, pays to have friends who are willing to go out first. <laughs> well, you, yeah. Well, you not sitting in traffic was only one of your triumphs. You also got to do something that's pretty big deal. I did. So I learned something new. I have a good friend who worked for PNC for a while when he first moved to Raleigh and was actually an employee at the arena when we won the Stanley Cup in 2006. So he shows up at my tailgate sporting a Stanley Cup ring. Oh, my gosh. I was like, how did you get that? You don't play hockey. And he goes, I guess if you're an employee and you've helped the team and worked with, with the team, you get a ring. So I have a photo. So in less than 60 days, I have touched the Natty oh. Trophy, the college football national championship trophy, and worn a Stanley Cup ring. So that's I know. pretty cool. I'm a, so things happen in threes. So I have to figure out what the next big, like, championship. Mm. We'd love for it to be the Masters, but oh. I don't have tickets, so that's not going to well, happen. So. You might, oh, well, maybe somebody else <laughs> moving on. They listen to the podcast. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. 
Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the patent law certificate program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. So, okay, the game starts. Yeah. And... It's extraordinary. I have to say, so I, I recorded the TV opener. Mm-hmm. I always love in big games to see how the world sees you. Yeah. And I watched it a couple times now. And I'm a huge NC State fan, too, and a huge Canes fan. So, I mean, this is a lot. It's all the things in once. Yeah. But it was such um, a remarkable representation of Raleigh and NC State and Carter Finley and PNC and the Canes. And and all together, you know, mm-hmm. and a big shout out to Jimmy V, which is a lot how the rest of the world would know of NC mm-hmm. State, obviously. Um, and then we had two national championship players introduce the Canes from the yep. tunnel. It's one of those things that, you know, it's sort of like the Super Bowl. You know, so many people are watching right. that don't know your market, don't know your teams, don't know your stadium. And we looked so good. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. I got, I got, I had a little teary. Well, on. you're right. I got, <laughs> I didn't get to see all that because I was at the game. So I didn't get to see everybody touching the dog. I yes. didn't get to see any of that, which yes. was kind of cool. So Ripken is the, I claim him as the NC State dog, but he technically um, is not. I mean, he technically does suffer the Durham Bulls too, but at the NC State football games, he picks up the tee after the kick. So they used him in the hockey game. He has his own following oh. on social media. Like, He's it's insane. Um, anyway, but they all shook his hand on the way out of the tunnel. And he also uh, dropped the puck on oh, the did, ice. Did you not see I it? didn't see that. <laughs> well, you might have had a little bit of Bud Light by that point. No, but. I just think there's so much to see and so much going yeah. on around you. Well, and it was cool the way it was produced. So, uh, you know, the way it looked while you're inside, I'm sure, is different. But the way they built out around the ice— Oh, um and like the student beautiful. section, which we knew about, and we were the first people to report that, and but we still didn't know what it would look like. Right. And that was cool to see and how much they integrated the NC State band and like even the playing the fight song. The dancers, yeah. the fight song. They did a lot to really integrate both teams and the fact that they were at Carter Finley. Yeah, and that was sort of the point. So this is only the I wanna say off the top of my head. So I know it's the second in the South for this mm-hmm. for this series. It's the and I think third or fourth, fourth ever football stadium, football stadium, but of college, college football, football stadium, stadium it might have yeah. just been the first or second because like it was at the Titans last year. Right. Either way, it's a rare thing. And so I think the way they want to integrate the the school is so significant. I thought right. that was really cool. But it was fun to see Raleigh show up. And uh, they had, speaking of NC State, they had Dave Doran come on. Do you know about this since I, you were there? I didn't. Oh, my God. So they bring Dave Doran on, and they're drinking. They're like, ice cold beer, baby. And he says, like, welcome to Rollywood, baby. And now there's this whole thing on um, social media where people want a Rollywood sign at Carter Finley. I'm sorry. Shout out to Lisa <laughs> Jeffries, who owns Rollywood Media. Exactly. I think she should be responsible for creating those signs for the rest of us. But, yeah, so it's just— so funny like and 
And then everybody's saying, like, there's all these phrases now, like, Raleigh Wood showed up, and then, you know, best day ever. And I mean, let's talk about the fact that we won. Exactly. And I mean, that we that was total domination. Oh, yeah. I mean, they looked every bit the Stanley Cup championship team that they may very well be. I looked up at one point and shot some goal. It was like um, 6 and 26 or something. It was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I heard something after. I like to see this, too, where they were like, here is this market that no one thought deserved a hockey team. Like a lot of—they they pointed at Canada, actually, but a lot of our northern and Canadian teams wanted to jettison the Canes out of, quote, Mayberry. And um, here instead, they're thriving. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a run at the playoffs, oddly. Obviously, they're they're being, playing best in the NHL right now. The tickets sold out so fast that they it's, had to a lot more. It's a sellout season. Right. I mean, it's a sellout season all the way through. Um, I, I, th- I think we have a lot to be proud of. And you think about the years that there was speculation would— would they move the team? And fans have shown up, and they have been loyal for a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it just—it was a lot to be proud of. It looked good. And also, they said on TV that um, the Canes are known in the NHL for being the best tailgaters. Oh, and I'm like, oh obviously. Hands down. <laughs> no obviously. doubt about that. So I absolutely um, followed what Melissa's advice was in our pullout. It said, be in your seat by 730 and so I was the one at the tailgate going, get inside, get inside. We're going inside. And so, and, and there was a lot getting everybody through security. Lines were thick and, you know, thank goodness I'm short. So you kind of weave through and bob and weave. <laughs> Had my ticket pulled up, went through security and didn't show my ticket to anybody. That's so shocking <laughs> I mean, me. I was like, I'm sure they figured that out by the time the masses came through. Well, somebody referenced that the other issue was ticket entry, but they just didn't elaborate. So when they said traffic and ticket entry were the two, like, kind of points that I didn't have to be reevaluated. Well, <laughs> did you have to at least go through a metal detector? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh I've cleaned okay. out my pockets, did all that stuff, okay. you know, everything. Um, yeah. But— right. And I'm sure maybe I just kept walking and didn't, you know, maybe I'm the only person. Yeah, you're probably the person that they were like, excuse me, ma'am. Okay, but well. how about, <laughs> you know, and, and to follow that with, you know, NC State and UNC's, um, <laughs> you know, club hockey teams on the ice last Oh, wait, night. you skipped the basketball game. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm okay. so sorry. Okay, it doesn't back. matter. State won them both. Uh, <laughs> But the pack had a dominating performance the day after, and um, the fans really showed up, and they just blew the roof off. And they said later, uh, the sportscasters were saying they've been covering that arena for a long time, NC State for a long time, and this is the first time they'd ever seen— this wasn't so much a jeering of like, ha-ha, we beat our rival, not rival, whatever. But it was more like just sheer joy. Right. Like for a team that, if you're a state fan, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> and like just to be doing well. And oh. like, are, are we going to be national championship? Probably not. But like we're in the tournament already. Like we can't yeah. mess that up, thank God. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hopefully make a run for, I don't know, the yeah. Sweet 16. And Kevin Keats is an amazing coach. And it just— there was a point where State got toward the end of the game, like a 13 or so point run, and it just got louder and louder and louder to the point where they have to call the timeout. Which is awesome. That's exactly what yes. you want. And it was really cool. So, uh, but yes, of course, the next night, 
we have Frozen Finley, where State and Carolina meet again. And this is where tensions start to rise mm-hmm. because there was a brawl. If you haven't <laughs> seen this go viral on social media, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on it's everywhere. Um, it's hockey. But I'm sorry, that's not unusual. Oh, it was a fan brawl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. My bad. It was a fan brawl. I mean, there was probably players fighting too, but that's Oh, my normal. gosh. So it was a fan brawl. Nice family. And so, of course, the, the comments, and I'm just going to be real even though I'm a State fan, like some of the comments are kind of like, oh, of course, it's NC State fans. Like, what do you expect? I watch this thing several times. Don't at me. I can't tell who starts it. So I'm like, let's not just assume. You know what? She's our producers, Carolina. <laughs> she's like, you started it. Fine, fair. But either way, the best part that came out of this was like the comments on the the viral feeds. And they're like, oh, exactly how non-rivals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People who say that State and Carolina aren't rivals. So like, the day whatever. before, after the game, Kevin Keats, the NC State basketball coach, said— I don't put I don't put UNC wins over any other wins. It's not a rivalry, right? And this has been going on since football season when Drake May first made a comment. Right. So it's just funny now. And as of today, there are shirts, and it says "not not a rival" or "not yeah not oh, yeah. our rivals" or something. I'm I'm buying not a rivalry. Well, and it's not, like yeah, it's like when they called our hockey team a bunch of jerks. I own that T-shirt. Yeah. I oh, mean, same. You know what? Be careful what you say. They actually borrowed it last night when the Ice Pack won, <clears throat> like seven to I don't know, seven to one. I think she's just gonna like, slide seven that to three. In. Sorry, seven to three. She had to slide that and in. And twenty six thousand people showed up to watch a college outdoor hockey game. Like that's amazing. Well, you know, the other thing is they were asking for donations, and we haven't heard a total yet, but. You know, instead of their, they didn't charge for the alumni game at four o'clock or the seven o'clock game, and and they're asking for donations that were going to go to both both club hockey teams, yeah. which I think is super cool. Well, and I saw the teams after the game, and they were so proud. You know, it meant a lot to them yeah. to play to in front of that many people and to play outdoors in such a special moment. And they they actually the Ice Pack named themselves um, a pack of jerks. <laughs> I thought that was really <laughs> cute. cute. So I think it was a really, I mean, you know, this week's not over yet. No. State and Wake have to play, and, and then and the 83 championship team will be there, and they'll be commemorated. But, I mean, and again, like State beat Wake to go to the tournament yeah. to win the yeah. national championship for their Cinderella so story. So know. comes full you circle, know. you know. I just think, you know, um, lots of cities host these events, and there's it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be someone out there who can say, oh, I sat in traffic too long. If, you know, no different with a Stones concert or a Who concert mm-hmm. or whoever, um, it happens. But in general, Raleigh pulled it off and didn't just pull it off, really shined. Oh, absolutely. so proud of our city and all the effort that was made to host this. And um, Yeah, we should definitely give a shout out. I mean, this is a credit to the city leaders, to the Canes, to NC State, to the NHL, and everybody involved. Scott Dupree and his team, Jennifer Martin and her team, DRA had a lot to do with it, and I could go on all day. I feel like I'm winning an Oscar. But yes. <laughs> well, and and you know, I would say get a ticket. This is going to be a memorable year. We're going, we're going far. Yeah, this I want to say we just released on Instagram right before we started recording that they released the renderings for the new convention center and the relocation of Red Hat. We also got the renderings that they're proposing for a very fast-tracked upgrade to PNC, which is exciting. And Gina's complaint about the stadium series <clears throat> was the Jumbotron, which, as an NC State fan, I have to say, like, I remember when that one was up in 2011 and how what a big deal it was from the shitty one before. So it's so funny to me now that it's like, well, nah, it, technology moves fast. You corrected me. I just came <laughs> back from being so fast. <laughs> and I was like, 
as somebody who's practically blind anyway, I could sit right there and see everything on that SoFi screen. She goes, that stadium's not even two years old, hardly. Come on. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Liz was laughing because I was like, I'm sorry, you just went to like probably the nicest stadium on the globe. <laughs> and you're like, oh, why was this Jumbotron not as good? But, but you, they're replacing it is but, the point. But what, they're fast-tracking that too. That's going yeah, I mean, to start immediately. Yeah. Which is, think, you know. <laughs> you wonder I how wasn't much the only person that probably. No, it was, a, it was a meme. It was a thing. Like the yeah. world was like, oh, can you see this while you're there on that little <laughs> screen? And I'm like, sad. Leave NC State alone. So cheers to Raleigh. Yes, cheers to Raleigh. We have to do our rapid fire. <laughs> Your favorite moment with the stadium series. So I think it's just, like I said a little bit ago, we hear so much negativity a lot. Um, like people know that we tell stories and they they feel like we have a voice. And so it's a lot of, I don't think it means to me. So I think that this was so positive and the, pr- the pride was so visceral and the energy was electric and I just think the whole week and everything going into it and and it and it worked it, you know and everybody just it's like those moments you know they say sports unite us mm-hmm. and this is that it is I looked around taking photos I kept trying to find the exact photo to capture the feeling at the tailgate that I wanted where all these people were just and it wasn't it wasn't just a regular tailgate it was different because this was such a unique event um, and I couldn't, I couldn't ever find a photo that captured it all, but it was exactly that. It was just this community feeling, but also this city pride. And mm-hmm. I, I really, that was a big moment. Eh, putting on the Stanley Cup ring was a big moment and having a photo to show for it. So takeaway, what do you think? Because, you, know, you know, whether it's a magazine or whether it's the leaders we've talked about, you don't do anything, even a podcast, you don't sit down and go, okay, what could we have done better? What yeah. could we have done differently? Uh, I'm hard-pressed. Yeah, you know, Somebody complain about traffic, but whatever. That's always going to be an issue. Um, yeah, I mean, can you think, like, Beyonce got stuck in traffic before the Grammys. Like, yeah. give me a break. Like, this is this is the world we live in. Right. I really, I really just, I know it's repeating kind of the previous favorite moment, but it is just that spectacle in a positive way of Raleigh and seeing it through that lens. And it was just to be so proud of the city you live in, you know. My takeaway is we listen. Okay, so they told us for days and days and days, do not show up at 4 o'clock, do not show up at 6 o'clock, do not come rolling in late. And when I pulled in at 2 or 2.30 and people have been there since 11 o'clock, we listen. We follow the rules. You tell us what to do, we will do it. And I, we did it. I have to, side note, though, I know I changed your question a little bit, but um, what was there, like, an actual parking issue where people, like, didn't know where to park? Was that part of the problem or no? Not that you knew of? No. I mean, my parking pass told me where to, how to come in. There were three oh, different ways to come in. You had a pass? You, you bought a parking pass. Remember the $40 parking oh, pass? Oh, well, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, duh. I thought it was, like, $40, like, the way it is at a concert. It is. But, it, but you were parking at Carter-Finley for that $40, and— um, so you came to Carter Finley and the overflow was at PNC. That's amazing. Okay. Well, I don't know if you can ever get this again, like if lightning strikes mm-hmm. twice, but it'd be pretty We've always said cool. once in a lifetime, but there's other stuff. That's true. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. 
This podcast was edited and produced by Earfluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.